This is Transforming Truth with the life-changing Word of God that heals, delivers, fills you with the Holy Spirit, all for your supernatural walk in Christ. Stay tuned for Transforming Truth with Chris Palmer. And good evening, this is Reverend Chris Palmer here on the Transforming Truth Radio Broadcast. I want to thank you for tuning in. It's Saturday night and you are with me. So you could be doing a million different things, but thank you for tuning in. Don't touch that dial. God has a plan for you. He wants to impart His supernatural power, touch you, heal you, fill you with the Holy Ghost. And listen, I went to the mall today. It was hectic. It was crazy. So hopefully you have your Christmas shopping done. Hopefully you have it all squared away. Otherwise, you might be on your mind. You just need to get it done. So relax, sit back, and enjoy the show tonight. I want to let you know that we're live. I'm live. I'm with my board operator, Steve. Kevin, we're sitting here waiting for your call. 313-838-1035. I want you to call in. 313-838-1035. People say, uh, can I call in for prayer? Jesus said in Matthew 18, 18 through 20, that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that you shall ask, it shall be done of my Father which is in heaven. You know, that's Matthew 18. It's talking about conflict resolution. This was Jesus' idea, not just idea. It's truth about how to resolve a conflict. And the reason he shared that was to let you know that as your brothers and your sisters come together in Christ and you put away the offense that's in your heart and you forgive and you join together in unison that you're able to touch heaven and you're able to bind up anything that's going on in the spirit realm as a result of your offense, as a result of your unforgiveness. You know, people don't get their prayer answers a lot of times because they're in unforgiveness. They're in bitterness, they're in strife, but when you come together and you put away the unforgiveness, the offense that's in your heart, you seek out the brother that you've offended, the person that you've not forgiven, you ask him for your forgiveness and you say, hey, I've done you wrong or you've done me wrong, but I want to let you know that I forgive you. Do you forgive me? Yes, I forgive you. We put it under the blood of Jesus and you come together and you bind that offense up. And what does God do? He says that whatever you will ask, it shall be released to you by his power. Many Christians don't get their prayer answered. You say, tonight you're sitting at home, oh, I wish God would answer my prayer. Why is not God talking to me? Why is I, he's dormant? How come it sounds like the heaven's brass? Have you offended somebody? Has someone offended you? Is there unforgiveness in your heart? If that's the case, go to that brother, go to that sister, ask them for forgiveness, and you bind that up, and God will release his power to you. That's binding and loosing, and it has a lot to do with going to a brother. Okay, I felt led to share that tonight. So call in tonight, 313-838-1035, and get an answer to your prayer. People say, why is your voice the way it is, Reverend Palmer? Well, I've been busy doing things and haven't rested much, so I apologize for my voice tonight on the show. It's, you know, people listening out of state. We're in Michigan. It's an ice storm going on right now. And, you know, it's cold. We have to bundle up. And just please forgive me for my voice. Okay. Great show for you tonight. Before we get into what God has and has me prepare for you, um, I want to tell you that you can find out about our ministry at www.chrispalmerministries.com. We have a good 2014 coming up. And we want your partnership. We want your prayers. I ask you if you have been blessed by the Transforming Truth broadcast, if you've come to our services in the Michigan area or in other places, we ask for your prayers and also consider partnering with us financially. We have things that we're doing in 2014. We're translating our materials, getting our books out there. A new book will be released in the summertime. You say, well, that's quick. It is, but... The Lord gave me two books to write, and so I released the first one, The Believer's Journey, God's Path of Transformation, available on Amazon.com or www.chrispalmerministries.com. And then our next book, my next book, will be out in the summertime. Okay? God bless you. Let me pray tonight, and we'll get into what God has. Father, I thank you for every person listening under the sound of my voice. We thank you, Father, for this week we celebrate the birth of your precious Son, Jesus He's God incarnate. Father, I thank you that he considered himself uh, not robbery to be equal with God. He took upon himself the form of a servant. He was made in the likeness of men. He's the answer for the world. Everything, Father, that we needed, you fit in a manger in your son, Jesus. We know the world doesn't acknowledge him much today because the world that's filled with worldliness, idolatry, 
wickedness, but Father, we take the time as believers and we recognize you tonight, Lord Jesus. And Father, we declare that your Son is the answer. People are looking and they know not what they search for, but they look for Jesus Christ. I pray tonight for the city of Detroit. I pray, Father, for the roundabout metro Detroit area. May the boldness of the Spirit touch every believer's heart, that they speak with accuracy the word of God this Christmas season to their loved ones. I pray people will be born again, delivered off of drugs, pulled out of darkness, delivered from addiction. Father, I pray you bring a supernatural revival in the homes of people in the area. I pray for rebellious children that they would come back to their parents, Lord. I pray for people that are in drug addictions, bondages. They'd be broke off people in the name of Jesus. And I pray, Father, that this for families, people that are heartbroken, people, Father God, that are sad, sadness in the name of Jesus. I pray you deliver people from sadness this year, God. Father, I pray the spirit of sadness go from people. I pray, Lord, that people that have lost loved ones, that are grieving, that are in mourning, I pray, God, that you would fill them and comfort them with the power of the Holy Ghost. We thank you and we praise you for it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let me share something with you tonight. I got a message I want to get into you that is not so much a Christmas message, but people say you should share something that's Christmassy on the radio. Well, you know me, I'm liable to talk about an aspect of the Christmas story in July. You know, because there's no Christmas in the Bible. The word Christmas is not in the Bible. Christmas is just we celebrate we celebrate the birth of Christ and we call it Christmas. But you can preach the Christmas story anytime you want. You can talk about the birth of Jesus anytime you want. You can talk about it in July. If I passed the church, I'd probably do something like Christmas in July. We talk about the birth story just to be different. Let me share this with you and then we're going to go to the phone. So if you've called in tonight, we're going to get to you in just a second. Don't hang up the phone. We'll get to you. But let me read to you what it says in Luke chapter 2. It says, And then those... Days there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. We know the story. In verse 4, Joseph went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth. Now, this is going to be powerful. I want you to catch this for a second. Into Judea, into the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and of the lineage of David. He was of the royal line. Jesus was born of a priestly line. He was born of a royal line. He was the king. Oh, it's going to get good. To be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. It means in her last trimester, about to give this baby, about to give birth. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. She's ready to give this baby here now. And she brought forth her firstborn son. Here it is. Wrapped him in swaddling clothes, laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Now, something peculiar happens here in Scripture. If you study the scriptures, one thing I taught when I was teaching hermeneutics class is that you always look for things that just don't make sense in scripture, like peculiarities, like why is this there? <laughs> and it says here in verse number 8, And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were so afraid. And the angel said unto them, Don't fear, for behold, I bring you good news, good tidings, with great joy. Anytime God speaks, anytime God does something, anytime that an angel brings a message to God's people, it's always good news. People will say, Well, God, he's got bad news for me. He just told me I'm going to die. That's not God. That's the devil. Well, you know, Brother Palmer, God told me this. Stop with that gloom and doom report. You're a child of God, aren't you? Yeah. You're a child of the living one, right? Are you in Christ yet? Yeah. Then guess what? You are victorious, and God has a good report and good tidings for you. Now, I'm going to show you in just a second, but I want to go to the phones. I got Sean from Royal Oak. God bless you, Sean. Welcome to the show. Yes, God bless you, Chris. Um, this is Sean and his wife, Melody. Uh, first of all, I've got a testimony. You had prayed last week about Melody's back and head pain, and neck pain, rather, and literally, it's been completely healed. Wow. That prayer. Totally healed. Totally. For, and it's been a couple of weeks. Sorry? And it's been a couple of weeks? Uh, yeah, probably, yeah. Oh, praise God. Well, how about that? Give God's glory to God. Praise the Lord. Okay, keep going. Also, you had prayed for my uh, stomach acid coming up in the throat, acid reflux, and literally, like I told you, that I felt that overshadowing of the spirit, 
and I have literally, and I had it all the time, literally not had a problem at all. Wow. So I'm, I'm, I, remember, I, saw, I remember you calling. I remember the testimony. And I'm glad you called because people sometimes, you know, someone told me one time, they said, oh, healing is psychosomatic. I said, no, it's not. I said, people get healed all the time. You're an, people are unbelievers. They believe that. But I'm glad you told me that so people can know that when God heals people, it's not just for five minutes or for ten minutes. He does it, and it's permanent. Right? Chris, you know, one of the things I notice about when you pray is the only other individual I've heard pray like yourself is uh, Mary Jean Frost. Uh -huh. And uh, that where it's, you know, they not, uh, uh, well, it's just it says in the Bible that Jesus spake with authority, not as one of the scribes. And when you pray, uh, I can feel the authority. Wow. I really can. Wow. Well, uh, well praise God. Uh, also, um, I have a prayer that um, we're hoping to move into a two-bedroom, hoping that move one that's in the will of God, that's mm -hmm. uh, where he wants us to be, because obviously in the flesh we're not capable of discerning, uh, you know, what's the best situation that the door would open. And also, uh, we've been married going on eight years in January, uh, and um, we're uh praying for uh in addition to the family uh, hoping for a baby you're hoping for a baby wonderful and uh we've been married eight years and um uh it's um we haven't had that uh uh blessing yet okay well let's pray let's let, you know let's believe god that god's going to do something you know the 14 is uh, the number uh, uh, seven is the number of completion. Fourteen is double completion. So I believe that you could have double completion this year in your life. You could have you could find a new house, a new place, and you could also conceive. This is of God. God wants to do this in your family. Wants to expand your family, Sean. So I'm gonna agree, and uh, if my audience will agree, and we'll, we'll do this together. We'll touch heaven together. Okay? I believe it. Okay. Grab your wife's hand and let's pray. Sure. Father, I glorify your name. I thank you for Sean and his wife, the couple that you've put together in your will and your plan. Father, I thank you that uh, your word declares that in, in, in Psalm that our quiver shall be full. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus, children are a blessing for the Lord. They are the heritage and the inheritance of the righteous. And, Lord, your word says to be fruitful and multiply. This is not a suggestion. It's a command of you. So, Father, in Jesus' name, we come together. We agree. I pray, Father, that Sean and his wife would be fruitful. I pray that when they, uh, this year, that they would multiply. I pray, Father, that they would conceive a child in the name of Jesus, according to your will. In the name of Jesus, if there's anything physical, spiritual, keeping them from conceiving, I break the power of that over their life, God, and I pray in the name of Jesus, and I release fruitfulness over their home. I pray for prosperity, Lord. I pray, Lord, you'd move them to the right place, that it would be affordable, that it would be a perfect living situation, an area that's clean, an area that is uh, affordable, an area that's safe, where they could raise their child. I praise you for it. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. In the name of Jesus, amen. Yeah, yeah I, I believe it, Chris. I really do. All right, Sean. Well, hey, you're a blessing, Sean. You know, keep in touch, man. And, 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 oh, by the way, I want to let you know something. Okay. Um, we were going to church on a regular basis, and uh, we were blessed today. We were out walking, and uh, we got a ride to the store we were going to, and miraculously uh, got a ride back uh, by two different people, one of which was in the church down the road, so... Uh, we're going back to church tomorrow morning. Well, I'm excited. See, it's all new beginnings for you, brother. It's all right. new beginnings. So I'm, I'm excited to hear that's good stuff. So keep me updated. Let me know how things go, okay? Yeah, well, thanks. God bless you, brother. Bye-bye. I love people that call in like Sean. And if you have a testimony, call in. Everyone wants to say, I have just a prayer. Because I love hearing your testimonies. I love you can either write me at info at chrispalmerministries.com or you can call with your testimony. Your Bible says we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and with the word of our testimony. So call in with your testimony. Let me know what God is doing in your life. Okay, back to what we're talking about. We're talking about the birth of Christ. I'm going to shift the message in just a second. We're going to talk about Jesus as Savior. Jesus is Lord. Who is this child that was in the manger? Who is he to you? Well, you know, he's my Savior. Is he? He's my Lord. Is he? Well, let's find out. So the Bible said, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. He's not just Savior. He is Lord. He's Lord and Savior. 
And it says that this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And it says, and suddenly there was the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God, saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it says, and it came to pass as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go now even unto Bethlehem. It said, let's go now. And see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. So here are these shepherds sitting on a hill, guarding their flocks and their sheep by night. The angel of the Lord appears to them, lets them know that there's good tidings. The Son of God is going to be born in the city of David in Bethlehem. And he says, glory to God in the highest. They see the angelic host, and they drop their staff, leave their sheep, and they go looking for Jesus. What kind of shepherds would do this kind of stuff? Here's the question I want to ask you tonight. Why would the angels pick common shepherds? Nobody. Joe Nobodies. Joe Publix. Mary Wallpapers. Why would he pick these shepherds? Why didn't he appear to Herod? Why didn't he appear? Why did he pick shepherds? You ever stop and think about that? These are common blue-collar factory workers that the angels appeared to. Well, you have to do a little digging. I remember one time I was reading this story and I thought, now why in the world would these angel messengers, the word angelos is the Greek word for angels, it means messengers, it can be even used as a pastor sometimes, but these are heavenly angelos, heavenly messengers. Angels always come with a message bearing good news for the righteous. And so he said, or, or words of warning, which was good, would be good news. Here's why. These were not just your common shepherds. This is what... You can look up in history. You'll find out about these shepherds. These were shepherds that were watching a special kind of sheep. These were not lambs that they were watching, which were used for eating. These were not lambs that were used for unordinary sacrifices. These were flocks that were used for temple sacrifices. They were used for when you wanted to go into the temple and make a sin offering. You wanted to find the very best sheep. You wanted to find the very best lambs. And these special she uh, shepherds were given to watch over these special sheep. It was the Cadillac of sheep. It was the Rolls Royce of sheep. It was the very finest of all sheep. And there were special shepherds designated to see to it that these sheep were preserved. Why? Because the nation of Israel took very seriously their sin offerings. They said, hey, we got to make sure we have the nicest sheep. Because why? They wanted to preserve the very finest blood so that they could make atonement for their sins in the very best way possible. And they did their job with excellence and preciseness. And all of a sudden, the angel of the Lord came to these shepherds. And people knew who the shepherds were. And when these angel messengers appear to the shepherds and says, Hey, unto you is born in the city of David a Savior. You know what they heard? You know what in the minds of the shepherds they heard was? In the city of David, there is born unto you a lamb that far exceeds the finest lambs that you are looking after. Look at your sheep that are sitting around you. Look at the very finest one that you have and consider that the Lamb of all lambs, the Lamb of God, is being born right now in the city of Bethlehem. Oh, no, this is powerful. This is powerful. And once this child is born, grows up to be 30 years of age, and when he gives himself as a sacrifice on the cross, you are going to be out of a job. <laughs> Your job is going to be gone. Why? Because now there is a higher blood that has been replaced, has replaced the blood of these lambs, and I'm trying to give you a new job. Go and search for him and follow him. And bam, they were off. Isn't that powerful? I want to declare to you tonight, friend, that when Jesus Christ came, his blood was shed for you. You say, well, I'm in addiction tonight. I'm in bondage. I got sickness. We can't conceive a child. I'm depressed. My mind is full of torment. I got bipolarism in my mind. I, I, I'm, I'm addicted to smoking. I'm addicted to nicotine. Friend, I got news for you. There was born in the city of David a child who carried the blood of Christ, the blood of God, that pure blood. And when it was shed for you, you 
were purchased and redeemed by it. Whew. That's powerful. I'm getting excited. Here. Man, if this was a church service right now, I'd grab that organ and get to going running. I feel the Holy Ghost tonight. Call in. 313-838-1035. 313-838-1035. And the Bible said here in Luke chapter 2 and verse 19, I just feel the Spirit of God. I want you to call in tonight if you need a miracle in your life. If you need the Spirit of God to touch you, call in. Let God minister to you. Glory to God. His blood has been shed for you for the remission of sins. Do you need forgiveness of sins? Call in. Do you need a financial miracle? Call in. Do you need God to restore to your mind? Call in. We have Donna from Detroit. God bless you, Donna. How are you tonight? I'm, I'm glad. Okay, this is how this is how I got saved. I was looking for love in the wrong places, but God, God, God finally opened my eyes. And I used to be a smoker, but I had a heart attack and I cooked turkey, and I don't have no desire to smoke. Because when I went to the hospital, they said I had a heart attack. And they took two, they put two cents in me and took out a blood clot out of my chest. God gave and I you, had to quit smoking. God gave you a second chance. And God been so good to me. In 84, I had both of my feet operated on because I had hammer toes. Don, I want you to do something for me tonight, okay? I want you to take 15 seconds. If somebody is listening tonight who's going through bondage, what would you tell them? Well, I just tell them that God is a good God, and if, if you don't believe that He's good, try Him. And you love Him. I did. I, I was, like I told you, I was looking for love in the wrong places. Hmm. And God opened my eyes and said, no, He's the way. And I ask him yeah. to come in my heart. And he's been so good to me. All right. Well, Donna, I want to tell you from on behalf of my ministry, God bless you. And we love you at Transforming Truth. I love you. And have a Merry Christmas. And thank you for testifying tonight, Donna. Okay, God bless you. Can you let people know what God did for me? Amen. We have DJ. God bless you, DJ. You're on the show. Uh, yes. Am I on the air? You're on the air? Okay, praise Welcome. the Lord. I called in about a month ago, um, and I had asked uh, you to uh, pray uh, with me. I don't know if you remember because you get so many calls regarding a car that uh, I was uh, looking at. It was uh, 2012, and I wanted the guy to come down on the price. And you had uh, prayed with me uh, for favor. Well, I not only did I, I didn't get to 2012, I got to 2014. Uh-oh, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> you blessed you with a 2014 model, huh? I got a 2014. Oh, boy, yes. I, I, you, you owe me a ride in that, DJ. No, I'm just teasing. I'm just playing. I'm playing. <laughs> so I, 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 I'm so, uh, uh, so thankful to the Lord you know, for that. But I also have a, a, a prayer request. I have a nephew um, who is in the wrong life, in the street life, uh, in the drug life, and um, I just want God. He's been on my heart lately, and I just ask, want God to bring him out of that and save him. Mm -hmm. A nice nephew, sure. well respectful to his auntie, mm -hmm. but just in sin. Wow. And his name is William, and he's 35 years old. Okay. So I just want God to... He's got a good heart, right? Got a good heart? Yes, he has a good heart. Just a little he's bit. he's in the wrong heart of business. A little bit mixed up. Let me pray for William, and we're going to agree here at the station tonight. You have brothers here at the station who are going to agree for you. Okay, DJ? Okay. 
Father, I thank you. I praise you for DJ. I thank you for her family. I thank you that the hand of God, the anointing of God's on her family. Even there's been people in her, minist- in her family that are in ministry, Father, people that you've called for your, Christ- your service. And Father, in the name of Jesus, we bring to you her nephew tonight, William. Lord, I thank you the call of God is on his life. I thank you there's a light about him. People even tell him often there's a light about you, William, and there's a call on your life. And in Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord, that you've anointed William. And Father, I know the enemy sees that light. I know the enemy sees sees that calling and father he is not going to have William in 2014 in the name of Jesus I break the power of the devil off his life I come against his mind all the confusion that he has he even says that he wrestles with devils in his mind he hears voices he has thoughts that torment him and things that lead him the wrong way and I command in the name of Jesus I break the power of those thoughts in his mind I take authority over the activity of the devil in his life God and I pray that he overcomes sin. I pray you send forth laborers around him, Father, to lead him exactly to where he's supposed to go. I pray every place he goes, Father, he find people that know you, that everywhere he sets his foot, Father, people will pray for him, Father God, and bring him to righteousness. And I pray in the name of Jesus that he wouldn't be able to escape your love. And I pray in the name of Jesus for total deliverance in his life. I break depression off of him. I break suicidal thoughts off of him, Father. And in Jesus' name, I declare He'll be a good father. He'll be a good man. He'll be an example. And I thank you for it that he'll be testifying by the end of next year in front of a church telling people what Jesus did for him. And I call it into fruition now. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Thank you, Lord. And we agree on it. Yes, Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise Amen. God. Praise God. DJ, I yes. want you to call me. I want you to testify when he gives his heart to Jesus. And I want you to have him call if he agrees to do that, okay? Amen. Sure will. Okay. DJ, have a Merry Christmas, and God bless you. I will. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Well, we're in the studio tonight. We're live, 313-838-1035. We're talking about the blood of Jesus. You know, somebody told me one time, they said, oh, Brother Palmer, you know, they didn't say Brother Palmer. They said Chris. And they said, Chris, you know, um, I don't like Christmas, and I get offended by Christmas. And I was at the orchestra one time uh, last year, and a person was there. Uh, and they said, you know, they, there was one of the songs that wasn't a, about Jesus. It was about, you know, I think it was the slate. What was the song? Uh, I don't know. One of those stupid Christmas songs that has nothing to do with anything. And uh, they said, this is my favorite song. I like this one. I said, why? And they said, because I said, this is the most unanointed song. It's not about anything. And they said, because it has nothing to do with Jesus. And I said to them, you know, you really hate Jesus that much, don't you? I said, you don't just... You don't just uh, overlook Jesus. You're against Jesus. You're a God-hater. And I said, why is that? And I said, you know, most people in this country, they love Jesus. Most people acknowledge Jesus. They're, they're mindful of Jesus. You know, you ought to, when you're at the store, you have four days till Christmas starting tomorrow. And when people tell you happy holidays, I want you to tell them Merry Christmas. And if they say that offends me, then you tell them happy holidays offends you. How about that? If we're going to be politically correct in this country, then you'd say, well, I'm sorry to tell you this, but happy holidays, it offends me. How about that? Okay. We got Monique. God bless you tonight. Monique, are you there? God bless you too, Pastor, and welcome back from Italy. Uh, I don't know. I haven't gone. I haven't gone. I go on Thursday. Oh, you're not yet gone. Okay, no, no, I'll be back. I, I leave Thursday for Italy, but, 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 I, but, I, but, I, but, but I thank you for your prayers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What can I do for you, Monique? I'll be praying for you again. Thank All you. Right. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, Pastor, I want you to pray for my nephew. His name is Joseph. Okay. He he, he has been bedridden for years and uh, because he had a stroke. He has a high blood pressure. He has diabetes. And it's really, really terrible. Okay. Well, I'd like you to pray for him. What's his name? Joseph. Joseph. Let me pray for Joseph, okay? Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for your healing power. Joseph is in in, in need of a touch of it tonight. And Father, I pray that you would stretch forth your hand to heal him. I pray, Father God, that signs and wonders would be done by your holy child, Jesus. Father, I pray, Father, that you would cleanse his blood. I pray, Father, that you would do a miracle in his life, God. I pray that you would show up 
where he's at right now, and that you would make yourself known to him by healing his body. Father, in the name of Jesus, touch him with your power. Touch him with your might. I pray, Father, that he'd feel the healing hand of the living God. Touch his body, that that healing power would flow. In the name of Jesus, I pray he would sense the love of God. And I pray, Father, he'd rise and be well from this sickness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Okay, Mon. God bless you. Call me with the testimony when I'm back on live, okay? Yes, I will. Okay. I will. Be blessed, Monique. And Merry Christmas to you, okay? We Thank love you. you. Okay. William, God bless you on the show tonight. Are you there, William? God bless you, man of God. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. I want you to uh, pray with me and touch and agree with me uh, for the hand of God uh, to rush into my home like a mighty Russian wind uh, with me and my father. And that... Uh, just let the Holy Spirit lead you uh, concerning all matters. Okay, can you turn your radio down in the background real quick so I yeah. can hear you? Okay, just yeah. go ahead and turn your radio down. And uh, yeah. you want more of the Holy Ghost. You're hungry for God. Let me pray for you then tonight, okay, William? Yes. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for William. I thank you, Father, he's anointed in the hand of God. He desires more of your spirit. And, Father, I thank you, Lord, your word declares, seek me and find me. You'll seek me with all your heart. And so, Father, I pray and declare on that promise that William will receive more of your spirit, more of a touch from you, God. I pray that you would, according to his faith, fill him with a fresh touch of the Holy Ghost. I pray in 2014 that he have more of an encounter with you, God. I pray, Father, yeah. that you would meet him. I pray that his understanding and revelation of Christ would grow. Like Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, I'll come to visions and revelations of Christ. And I pray that William, Father, would grow in his revelation of Jesus. I pray, Father, God, that his faith in the image of Christ would grow big inside of his heart. And I yeah, thank you well. for it now, Father. Father, I pray you walk in higher faith, a higher dimension and spiritual understanding, and I thank you for it now, God, in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you, my God. Okay, William, God bless you. Merry Christmas. You too, sir. Jeff, God bless you. You're on the show tonight. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself? Doing wonderful. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. Yeah, I'm calling tonight for prayer. Um, my son, Andrew, he's 15, and I haven't seen him for about a year um, he's adolescent and doesn't want anything to do with me. So I'm calling um, for a prayer for reconciliation. Absolutely. Now, have you uh, <clears throat> reached out to him and, and tried to reconcile yet? Yeah, I try to call him all the time, a couple times a week, and he won't take my phone call. Okay. Well, let's pray that the spirit of reconciliation will be upon your life and your family, okay? Yes. I know you're hurting, and I know that he probably has hurt in his heart as well. And uh, so yes. he's the God that reconciles us. The Bible says that we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And if God can make peace with us, he can help us make peace with others, okay? Okay. Father, I thank you for Jeff. I thank you, Lord, that He has a, you've blessed him with a, a child. And, Lord, I know that uh, there's been things that have gone on in his family, things that have gone on between him and his son, and, and, and things that has been difficult for his son to place. Uh, offenses in his son's heart and, and even bitterness inside uh, in his heart, God, and things inside of Jeff, God, that are going on emotionally. Father, I pray right now in Jesus' name that you would get a hold of Jeff's heart, that you get a hold of his son's heart. Father, he's broken. He's looking to you as his source, looking to you, God, as his help. And Father, we touch and agree right now, and we ask you, Father, to do a reconciling work this Christmas in their life. That there be no more hurt, that there be no more pain, that there be no more bitterness, Father. I pray that this wouldn't be a sad and a lonely Christmas for their family, Lord. But I pray, Father, there would be reconciliation and joy. Father, those things that have caused this division, I pray they would be put under, that they would be put behind them, Father. And Father, if there's any work of the devil involved in this, I break its power and I pray that Jeff and his son would see clearly I thank you for it now, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank okay, you. Jeff, God bless you. Let me know in the testimony, okay? Okay. All right, God bless. We're talking tonight about the birth of Christ. You know, the Bible says that when Jesus came, that he shall save his people from their sins. And I want to tell you tonight, if you have something in your life, some type of sin that you're struggling with, some type of darkness that you're living in, God wants to save you tonight. He wants to heal you from it, friend. You need to be encouraged. I prayed tonight, especially if you're at your home depressed drinking or doing something that is, uh, you know, 
contrary to the will of God. Most people that I find that are depressed or that are in sin, they're not happy. You know, somebody asked me one time, they said, how do I know if it's a sin? Because they're talking about things that are gray areas. And I said, it is a sin if it causes misery in your life. Now, that's not to say if it doesn't cause misery, it's not a sin. Because that would get into the area that we talk about where it is the uh, the uh, callousing of your heart. Because that can happen. But <clears throat> sin at first will many times cause misery and put you in bondage. Cindy, God bless you on the broadcast. How can we help you tonight? Hi, um, my name is Cindy. Um, I'm calling from Atlanta. You're calling from and Atlanta? I'm... What's going on down in Atlanta tonight? <laughs> nothing much, a lot of rain. Oh, man. A lot of rain and uh, a bit of cold, but nothing much. <laughs> All right, nothing, nothing much going up down up here tonight either, so. <laughs> I hear it's uh, kind of cold over there. I tell you what, it never ends. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, um, I was just calling because, um, I have my CPA coming up in about a week and a half, Mm -hmm. and I just want God to just align me and just give me strength to continue studying and pass my exam, Hmm. um, and also for God just to, um, give me favor and grace at work and, and most importantly to just guide me to the right path and just just because I just want to do his will all over my life um and I guess I'm just very busy like right now um I'm all caught up with work and and like studying and the exam and and I think I've forgotten a little bit of you know the calling that God has in my life and I just want God to put everything in place and sure um, well it's uh you know you're being in college and working i I understand what that's like I've been through that myself and uh and I know I have a friend a close friend who's a CPA and I know how from his stories how difficult that exam is uh in the yeah. natural I I understand it so uh and that's a real need I want to pray for it okay Awesome thank you Okay Father I thank you and I praise you for Cindy thank you Father that you have given her the mind of Christ and I just heard the Lord just tell me especially Cindy that your mind is anointed and I know you could say that for every believer but your mind is especially anointed to do what God's called you to do and you, that, that usually means you're in the right calling you're you're exactly where God wants you to be right now and and I just hear the spirit tell me you're going to be surprised to discover what you end up doing with this degree and so Father I thank you for Cindy I thank you for uh, her being obedient she's in the will of God doing what she's supposed to do by taking this exam and her mind is anointed so father I pray in Jesus name that you would anoint her studying that you help her to prepare right because you even say what am I supposed to study is this going to be on the exam is this going to be on the exam father I thank you the Holy Ghost uh, uh, highlights for her and tells her exactly what to study how to study it and I declare father that the parts of her mind that to recall that information will will recall it sharply when she takes it quickly I pray father that uh, and Cindy, God wants you to know you can trust in divine providence that you don't have to work so hard to make things happen for you because God is going to uh, open up doors for you that are anointed doors for you to walk through. And it's not going to be something that you have to work for. It's just the hand of providence is working for you because I heard the Lord say you're working with it. And so, Father, I thank you that that's going to happen in her life. And I just pray tonight, Lord, you fill her with a fresh filling of your Holy Ghost. I pray, Father, she wake up in the morning feeling the power of God charging her, God. And I pray that she walk in that anointing, Father, all week. And give her rest during this Christmas time. Give her mind rest. And I pray, Father, that when she gets back to picking things up, that she be back at it, Father, with power. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for your prayer. All right, Cindy. I look forward to seeing what happens, okay? Amen. I will. Thanks. I'll I'll call back. Okay, great. God bless you. God bless you, too. Our phones are lighting up. We've got to go to break. Please, if you've called in, uh, uh, don't, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this.
WMUZ Detroit in crystal clear digital HD and on the web at WMUZ.com. Back here on the Transforming Truth Radio broadcast, you say, you played two songs tonight, Reverend Palmer. Yes, I did, because it's Christmas, and I wanted to get one more in there before we have to wait 300 and, or 50 some more weeks to get it back. Okay, let's go back to the phones tonight. We have Brian in Plymouth. God bless you. Brian, welcome to the show. Thank you for waiting. Oh, thank you. I, uh, I uh, have a, a prayer request. Okay. I, I work for an international ministry, and um, I really enjoy working there. Uh this has been on my heart. Um, I've uh, I, it's always been a dream of mine to live out west. Okay, we're at and, out west. Um, we're at um, Arizona. Okay, you like the hot weather. I mean, I, I was um, I was going to do California, but it was it's just too expensive. Sure. Um, so Arizona has been on my heart because it's right near California. I can always visit there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I've been at um, I've been there since uh, March, um, but. I haven't been on the books long enough. I'm hoping uh, 
next year or in a year or two um, for if Pablo will have a transfer opportunity for me. Okay. And uh, well, that's 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 important. That's important if you, especially if you feel God leading you there. And and I want to pray for you tonight. Okay, Brian. Absolutely. Okay. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for Brian. And, Father, you know the state and the condition of his heart. You know, Father, what burns, the desire that's burning inside of him. I thank you, Father, and, and, and that you are what you told John in Revelation, that you are the, the, the God, you're the Jesus that opens doors that no man can shut and closes doors that no man can open. Father, you're the one that goes before Brian, and you start turning doors that are locked, and they open. And when you stand before doors that are locked, Father, they bust open. So, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you lead and guide Brian. I pray, Father, that you would direct him to exactly where you want him to be out west and i pray you fulfill the desires of his heart i thank you father your word says that trust in the lord with all your heart lean not on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him he'll direct your path and i thank you father brian's path leads out west and i pray father you lead him guide him that you bring providence to him father and i pray father you make the right connections in brian's life that you send the right people to open up those doors for him and father i pray it be done quickly we claim we claim this father now we agree we touch on it open these doors for him father give him favor and we thank and praise you for it in the name of jesus we pray amen amen hey brian let me know okay right or let me know uh what uh what you know uh, god does for you okay i definitely will okay thanks brian yep be blessed we have we needed tonight god bless you we need you on the broadcast how are you we need it are you there Oh, hello, oh, yes. How are you? We almost oh, lost you. I can barely hear you. What can we do for you tonight? Uh, I need prayer. Um, I don't know where the finances are going to come from, but I need some uh, money to fix my car. It's been sitting there for about a couple of months already. Have you been able to go anywhere? Pardon me? Have you been able to go anywhere? you just been taking the bus? No, no. I'm at the mercy of people that have cars. <laughs> mm. And, you know, they don't really like to cut anybody around. They got their own things to do. Do you have a source of income? Uh, so I'd really like to get my old car going. Do you have a source of income? Uh, yes, I have uh, I have a small check. Okay. Uh, I understand. A, a social security check. Okay. Well, let me pray for you, Juanita, okay? Okay, thank you. Father, I thank you that you're Jehovah Jireh, that you're the one that provides for us. That, Father, you have given us, the Bible says that every good, James 1.17, every good and perfect gift comes down from above. And, Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would send forth financial blessing to Winita and her, her life. I pray that you would use people. I pray, Father, that you would put it upon people's hearts to give to Winita. Lord, so she can fix her car and be mobile. I pray, Father, that <coughs> brothers and sisters, people that she knows would help her, God. I pray that this will be done quickly for her. And I just thank you and I praise you for it, for providing for her. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you very much. God bless you, Juanita. Thank you. We have Teresa on the broadcast with us tonight. God bless you, Teresa. God bless you. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. Um, I said a prayer for you that God would give you a fresh anointing, fresh and filling of your Holy of His Holy Spirit. Well, thank you. Help minister. So I'm glad to hear you say you feel the Holy Spirit. I was calling to ask if you would pray for me. My faith was attacked. Someone tried to tell me that Jesus' name meant Satan, and I know it means salvation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's for me and my household. Jesus Christ is Lord, and I think I just got very angry, and I just well, kind of going over it in my mind. Sure. Well, you know what? People are going to say what they want to say, and they're going to talk the way they want to talk. And, you know, just, you know, the Bible says that we don't uh, give place to foolish and um, arguments because they gender strifes. You know, Paul would tell you probably just to ignore that and just whatever, water off a duck's back. So let me pray for you, okay? All right. Father, I thank you for uh, Teresa. I thank you for her faith, God. I declare in the name of Jesus that she's a conqueror. I pray that you would fortify her faith. I pray that her, your Holy Spirit would give to her fresh revelation and knowledge of your spirit. We thank you and praise you for it, God. I pray you bless her family this Christmas. Bless her heart. I pray, Lord, she would continue to excel in her knowledge of the Holy One, Christ Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Jesus' name we pray, amen. God bless you and your family. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Teresa. Be blessed. Bye-bye. We're finishing up talking tonight about the Christmas story. We didn't get very far, but that's okay. And uh, let me show you what it says here. It says, And there came with haste and found Mary. These are the shepherds. They came with haste. They're quick about it. You know, when God speaks to you about something, you're supposed to be quick. You're not supposed to... If God says, do it, you do it. You know, many people wait sometimes and they miss the opportunity that God has for them. When God says, do it, do it. When God says, don't do it, don't do it. You're supposed to, there's a timing that comes with that. And it says, and when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning the child. And they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. It's it's powerful. God took shepherds that were preparing sheep and he turned them into preachers that's what happens when you have an encounter with god you say well i'm just a car salesman at the car dealership or i just bag groceries at the grocery store but when you have a encounter with jesus even when he's a child just a baby it turns you into a preacher this these shepherds had the same anointing on them after seeing this child in the manger that the maniac of Gadara had when he found him sitting in his right mind and he went around the Decapolis, the ten cities. Deca in the Greek is ten, polis is city, ten cities round about and started preaching and declaring who they met. And that was Jesus. The same anointing, the same anointing that came upon Peter. The same anointing that came upon John, that came upon Paul when he had an encounter with Jesus. The same anointing that was on Philip. And probably the same anointing that was on the eunuch when he was baptized in the river by Philip. Friend, have you had an encounter with Jesus? The Christmas story is about having an encounter with the presence of God. You know why churches are dry today? Why churches are, are drying up? Is because they give you a lot of things, but nobody's giving you an encounter with God. People walk in, they say, those are nice lights. They walk in, they say, oh, those are nice decorations. That was a cute message, but where's the power of God? Where's the Holy Spirit? Where's the move of God in these churches? You know, people get tired of seeing the same old thing. Let me tell you this. A carnal church will produce carnal people. A powerful church will produce powerful people. God is saying in this day and hour... Don't show me the fruit of technology. Don't show me the fruit of charisma. Show me the fruit of the power of God inside your members. Jesus came not so that we could have cute Christmas productions. Jesus came not so that we could sit around and have pie in a fellowship hall. That's nice. Jesus came so that you could be like one of the shepherds and have an encounter with him. Get delivered off drugs. Go to a service and bring somebody, the uncle who's the alcoholic in your family, and the presence of God show up inside the service, and you have an encounter with Jesus. And although he has atheist friends that deny God and say he doesn't exist, they can say, I know he exists because I was an alcoholic, and I saw Jesus sitting in that manger, and his power touched me. And I'm changed by his power. You know, I was talking to a friend tonight, and we were talking about people that say they're atheists, that they don't know God. Well, they know, they say they don't know there's a God. Of course you, how can you say that? Have you looked all around the universe? We're going to go to the phones tonight. Real quick, we got Jennifer and Dearborn. Jennifer, we got about 45 seconds. God bless you. What can I do for you? Hi, um, I actually wanted to pray for my mom. She has an infected thumb, and we went to the doctor, but I don't think he knew what he was doing, and it's getting worse, so I just wanted to pray for that. Okay, are you with your mom right now? Uh, no. Okay, that's okay. I'm going to pray for you, and I want you to pray for your mom when you see her, okay? God's going to heal her body. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray for Jennifer's mom. I speak to that infection in her body, and I command that infection to leave her body. I command her body to be whole and to be well. I command the pain to go. I command every bacteria to die, and I pray she be well. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you. God bless you, Jennifer. Have a Merry Christmas. You too. Okay, bye-bye. 
Okay, we're about to wrap this show up in just a second, but I want to tell you this before I leave. Be bold in your witness of Christ this Christmas. If you're around family, don't argue with them. Don't get offended at them. Be bold with them in Jesus' name. Remember when you have an encounter with Jesus, when you see him sitting in a manger, when they bring good tidings or you hear the word of the Lord, let that empower you to be a witness of Christ. Let me say this tonight real quick. I'm going to be leaving for eight weeks to preach in Italy, so I ask for your prayers. I've left you, I've recorded eight broadcasts for you, seven broadcasts for you, uh, and I'm leaving you with a series called The Secrets of the Kingdom, it's, or The Secrets of Life, The Secrets of the Kingdom, and I don't want you to miss it. So just because I'm not going to be live taking calls uh, for a couple weeks, don't not tune in. I got fresh stuff. I came in here, carved this stuff out for you, prayed over these things so that you could grow and that you can learn, and they're very powerful teachings. I'm going to teach you on the parables. You know those things that you read? And you're like, what does all this stuff mean? What is Jesus talking about? The kingdom of heaven is like a, a, a merchant searching for goodly pearls, which when he finds one, sells all that he has and goes and buys the pearl. What is that supposed to mean? I'm going to show you, and it's so powerful. So I want you to get it. It's good. Okay? God loves you. I want to say from the bottom of my heart that I'm thankful for every partner. I'm thankful for every person that calls Every person that testifies, I want to tell you I love you from the bottom of my heart. And from my house, from my heart to your heart, I pray you have a wonderful Merry Christmas. I pray it's blessed. I pray that you eat good. I pray that you sleep good. I pray that you give good gifts and that you get good gifts. And I pray that the light of Christ shine in your family. May his joy, his health, his peace, and his prosperity be yours in 2014. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. I'll be back live February uh, I think 18th, okay? God bless you, and we will talk to you then. Don't not tune in. Make sure you keep up with us, and we'll see you in February. God bless you. Tune into the broadcast while I'm gone, okay? God bless you. If you want to write to us, info at chrispalmerministries.com, and we'll get back to you in those emails, okay? God bless you, and Merry Christmas. Now that you've received the transforming truth of the Word of God, go deeper. Go to our website, chrispalmerministries.com. Or log on to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Chris Palmer Ministries. Then partner with Chris financially at Chris Palmer Ministries, P.O. Box 403, Wald Lake, Michigan, 48390. And tune in again every Saturday night at 1215 a.m. for Transforming Truth with Chris Palmer on WMUZ 103.5 FM, The Light.